All right, you guys, before we dive into this episode, I have to share with you that my 21-day food freedom challenge is officially open for enrollment. I've ran this challenge a few times before, and it's always been such a big success that I wanted to run it again this time, especially now because the holidays are literally right around the corner. And what better way to literally go into the holidays and have support during the holidays so that you can enjoy your favorite foods without feeling out of control with food and you can actually be present with your loved ones this holiday season. So if you are just sick and tired of obsessing over calories and feeling out of control with food, maybe you're binging in secret when you're home alone. You find yourself snacking uncontrollably late at night. You have guilt and shame about eating certain foods. Maybe you're thinking about food all day long. You eat until you're physically sick and bloated. If this sounds like you, the 21 day challenge is going to be absolutely perfect for you. And I know reaching out for support can feel scary. Maybe there's some embarrassment. Maybe you're skeptical about trying out a long-term program I want to take all of your fears, all of your doubts, and literally just squash them and make this so possible for you. So if you are terrified that you don't want to start up a long-term program, this is 21 days. You can do anything for 21 days. And if you are worried about financially being able to afford high-level coaching, maybe you weren't able to join the Ditch Decade Diets Academy but you still really, really, really want to improve your relationship with food and you're just so exhausted of this diet binge cycle, this is going to be for you because it is at an affordable investment where you can still be able to get support from me and literally at such an affordable cost. So if you are interested, we are officially starting on Monday, November 22nd. You're going to be surrounded by like-minded individuals. So they're going to understand you. They're going to get you. They're going to love on you. They're going to support you. You are never going to feel alone in this struggle ever again. There's going to be course-based video modules. We're going to be doing breathwork sessions. There's so much goodness. But if you are interested, click the link in the show notes or you can always go to Sustainable Health Project dot com forward slash 21 day challenge you can read all the details and you can literally join asap so you can literally read read through all the details there is a payment plan option or a paid in full option if you do pay in full you will also get an incentive of course you will get a customized movement plan from myself so definitely go ahead and go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash 21 day challenge and get yourself registered because I know spots are going to fill up for this. It always does. Every single time I run this challenge, it fills up. So definitely don't miss out on this opportunity, especially because the holidays are just right around the corner and I would love to be able to support you through this. So I'm excited for you and I will see you in the challenge. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. 
This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you guys had an incredible weekend. I know I for sure did. And I'm going to share with with you a little bit about it just quickly. Um, I think it's really important to share, you know, behind the scenes. I want I want you guys to feel like we're friends, you know, like we're besties, you know. So anyways, Andrew and I had some alone time over the weekend, which was literally the best. Our home is being built and it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. So we're kind of living at my parents' house and then we head to his parents' house over the weekend. So we're usually always with other people. So it was really nice to just have time for us to. So we had a little mini date night. We went to a bookstore called Indigo and we bought a couple's book. It was titled 101 101 quizzes for couples. So we basically just asked each other a bunch of questions and it was just so nice. And it's crazy how much you still have to learn about each other despite being married. Okay, we literally just got married. It's been like, what, six months? But we've been in a relationship for over six years. And I pro- I know it's probably like nothing compared to some of you guys that have been married for 10 years, 20 years, 30 plus years. Definitely big kudos to you guys. But We had that little fun game and then we bought a paint set. So the idea was to paint a portrait of each other. So Andrew drew me and I was supposed to draw him. Andrew obviously did it perfectly. And me on the other hand, you guys, I can't even draw stick people, let alone paint a person. So I drew Andrew, then I added a few of his favorite things on there. A fish symbol because we met on Plenty of Fish six years ago. I put his fitness coaching business logo on there, his ring, our wedding date, a picture of his Mustang. So anyways, it was really fun. If you want to see the drawing, just head to my personal Facebook page, Lorna Costa. Just add me as a friend. Come hang out with me and you can see the photo. Anyways, you guys, we're going to dive into this episode, which is all about fullness. I want to talk about this because a lot of you guys have been telling me like, Lorna, I know in my mind that I am full, but for some reason, I just keep on eating. Like, what do I do? And this is really, really common, you guys. Even for myself, when I was in the midst of my food struggles, I had such a hard time knowing when I was full because I was so used to overeating and binge eating or on the other side, completely restricting myself, depriving myself, sometimes even starving. So it was always so hard to know whether I was full or not. I really didn't even know what that felt like. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you have a better understanding of knowing when you're hungry. And that might still be hard for you, but it may be easier than sensing when you're full. So first things first, why does this happen? Why do you have a hard time knowing when you're full? Well, number one, like I said, if you have been so used to following a diet, maybe tracking calories and only being allowed so much food, like you have these rules of how much you're supposed to eat, what you're allowed to eat, you lose sight of your intuition. 
our intuition is this, this beautiful guidance that our body has that tells you exactly when you're hungry, when you're full, when you've had enough, what foods satisfy you, what foods taste really good. And the thing is, we all have this beautiful intuition. It's there, but it can be muted. It can be blocked when you haven't used it in a while, when you haven't listened to it in a while, when you're just so used to eating so many calories or following a plan or overeating and binge eating that it can be hard to actually hear that voice, right? Hear your intuition. Because remember, it's always there, but there's a difference between actually hearing it and listening to it and it just being there. So that's the first reason. Number two is we get trapped up in the all or nothing mentality. So when you're following a plan, you're eating well, and then you have one food that you deem as off limits that spirals you out of control, and then you just eat all other foods that you also deem as off limits, and you find yourself eating until you're physically sick. Can you guys relate to that? In those moments, right, it's so hard to stop. It's so freaking hard to stop mid-binge, right? It's like you want to stop, but your body is like, I can't. Like, I have to finish this all. It just tastes so good. Just one more bite. But that one more bite usually turns into a full-blown binge. And that leads into the third reason why it's hard for you to listen to your fullness, which is after a binge, your body is still out of whack. Perhaps you've binged in the evenings and you wake up still full from last night. Or maybe you had a weekend where you overindulged and then come Monday or even the entire next week, your your body can be so thrown off and it feels heavy and you feel full, you feel lethargic, you feel inflamed and bloated and just blah, right? And in those moments, it's like, okay, I'm full, but I still want to eat. I still need to eat. And sometimes after a binge, we're still in that, I call it like a bingey phase or that mood. Even if we feel crappy, we promise ourselves to never binge again, never overindulge ever again, right? We kind of make those promises to ourselves. It's like, well, I already feel like shit. So I might as well keep on feeling like shit. And it feels like the hardest thing to get back on track. It's the hardest thing to get back in tune with your hunger and fullness cues because you still feel full from last night's binge or the weekend binge. So you can be full, but you're not really satisfied because you didn't really have anything else. You're just full from the binge. And now even when you eat a snack or a meal, you won't really be able to tell if you're full because again, you're still full, right? Are you guys picking up what I'm throwing down, (laughs) right? And I know this is such an exhausting cycle, but here's the thing. The only way you're going to be able to start getting back in tune with your fullness is by listening. And I don't mean the bullshit, BS, listen to your body, be mindful, crapola, because I know that's so annoying. I remember being told, Just listen to your body. Just be mindful. When I was literally so out of whack with my fullness and my hunger cues, I'm like, you don't get it. Like, I can't hear anything. Like, what am I supposed to listen to if I can't freaking hear anything, you know? My body just wants to keep on eating. Like, how can I be mindful, right? 
But what I mean by listening is trial and error and, and seeing how your body responds to different types of food, different temperatures of food, different textures of food. So perhaps you're eating a meal. So often we scarf the meal down within like 30 seconds. It's like we're on autopilot mode. We can't even taste the food. We can't even see if we like it. We literally just swallow the food, right? (laughs) So instead, you can engage in all of your senses. What does this actually taste like? Do I like it? On a scale of 1 to 10, how good does this taste? Is it sweet? Is it salty? Salty. What does it actually taste like? This is so important. I actually had a few of my clients recently tell me they used to binge on, I had this one particular client who used to always binge on chocolate cake. And now she's finding like, yeah, it still obviously tastes really, really, really good, but it's not as good as she thought it was once, you know? It's, it's when we start paying attention and we actually are allowing ourselves these foods, it's like, hmm, do I really even like this food? Like, there are so many of my foods I used to binge on that I'm like, eh, they're okay. But when we're, when we're in binge mode, it almost doesn't even, doesn't even matter what it tastes like, right? It's just like, I'm going to get this all in. And I kind of laugh sometimes because I remember for myself, I would not allow myself, let's say, chocolate chip banana bread. Let's say that was one of my off-limit foods. But then I would indulge in it and I would binge on it and I wouldn't even taste it. So it was kind of funny. It's like, well, if I just paid attention and ate it and gave myself permission, I would actually enjoy it versus eating it literally from the freezer. This is what I would do. I would eat it from the freezer and like be eating it so fast, like better finish it all now before someone comes in. And it wasn't even enjoyable. So ask yourself, what does it actually taste like? What does it smell like? Like literally take a smell and see, do you even like the smell of it? What about the smell do you like? What does it feel like? Is it soft? Is it crunchy? What does it feel like? Then you can ask yourself, what does it look like? Maybe you're bowl of soup looks like mush. I don't know. Maybe you're at a restaurant for breakfast and you notice the yolk looks super orange. It looks super bright. The avocado looks freshly cut, right? Then you can ask yourself, what do you hear? This is one that not many people pause to do because it's like, how is this going to help me to stop eating, (laughs) right? It's presence. It's getting into your body. Do you hear the fan in your room spinning, the cars driving by, people laughing? So many of us run our lives in our little chaotic go, 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 busy minds. But when we take a beat and tune into our body, we actually come back to the present moment. Now, another thing to do is to put less on your plate, but also Remind yourself you can go for up for more later. How many of us know that our eyes are always like way bigger than our stomachs, right? I would say the majority of us. So a suggestion would be to put maybe a little bit less on your plate. And again, see how you feel. Do a check-in before your meal, during your meal, and after. Okay, before I even eat this, how am I feeling? 
On a scale of one to 10, how hungry am I? A one, not hungry at all. A 10, ravenous, starving, I need to eat ASAP. Rate yourself. Then maybe halfway, pause and ask yourself again. You might be surprised that you actually get fuller faster, but you wouldn't know that unless you did that self-check. And then when you're done the meal, again, rate yourself of how hungry you are after you've eaten that, that smaller portion, right? And then pause. You guys, it takes 20 minutes for our brain to register. It is full. So yes, you absolutely can go back for more, but take a minute. Wait. Just see and experiment and explore. The big thing, though, is reminding yourself that you can get more. Because oftentimes people see this as a rule. Well, I just got to eat less. I got to put less food on my plate. And then I need to starve myself because I can't go up for more. No, that's absolutely not true. You can get more, but you need to wait. Assess how you're feeling. Check in. Then you can get more. Because you're going to be so much more grounded so much more present, and you're going to be less impulsive when you actually do get more food. And something to remember with your fullness is you don't have to reach the same level of fullness all the time. Most likely, it is going to change from day to day. And I know this can be hard sometimes to wrap your head around like, what? I can eat more on some days? Absolutely. I don't think I ever eat the same amount from one day to the next because there's so many factors that play a role in this. The time of the month, different seasons, your activity level, how much sleep you got, hydration, your water intake, your location. Are you at home? Are you away? And it's okay. It's, it's being okay with eating different amounts on different days. I know for myself, when I go out for dinner, well, I typically eat a little bit more than maybe when I make myself a home-cooked meal most of the time, maybe not all the time, but for the majority of people, you eat more when you go out because it's different food, different foods that you normally don't make yourself. It tastes better sometimes. So, so many things to factor in. And remember this, maybe you, it's fall right now. So maybe you made this chili recipe that you love, but it's been a while since you've made it. So when you get the chance to go and eat it, you might want more than normal because you don't eat it all the time. It tastes really freaking good. Or you're at a party and they have maybe your aunt's popular, famous apple pie. You might have more than normal because again, it's not something you have all the time. So this comes with grace and reminding yourself it is okay. You don't need to be perfectly full every single meal. You don't, you don't, there is no such thing as perfect eating. I know I say this a lot, but you might prefer to feel fuller at dinner compared to let's say breakfast, or maybe you really like having a a bigger lunch and a smaller dinner everybody is going to be different and you get to explore this when you release the pressure and the judgment of what you eat and how you how you eat and 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 know and pretend that it needs to look a certain way like says who like literally says who 
You might love big dinners and maybe you prefer eating more later on. Or maybe you're somebody who would rather eat more during the day and then less later on. Maybe that helps with your digestion. Again, it's going to be different from every single person. And it's also going to be different from one day to the next. Now, something else to remember is this principle of gentle nutrition. If you know that you're about to go work out and you're having breakfast, well, you're probably not going to want to have a full steak and eggs and avocado toast and oatmeal for breakfast, right? You probably want something a little bit lighter. And then maybe after you work out, you can have a little bit of a bigger meal. Or maybe you know that you indulged, you overindulged over the weekend a little bit, maybe with some friends. So it's probably a wise idea that when you want to go eat something sweet after your meal, you can allow yourself, let's say the cookie, but remind yourself you don't need the extra three cookies. It's not a rule, but remember, I don't like feeling overly stuffed. I don't like feeling overly full, right? It's that gentle reminder. And again, this is obviously going to come with time. The more you can ask yourself questions, figure out what you like, what foods really light you up, what foods really satisfy you, what foods do you like because of the temperature, the texture, the taste, the smell, the more in tune that you're going to be with your body, the louder your intuition is going to become. And remember, when you're more tapped into that beautiful intuition that, yes, you all have, you are going to be more inclined to just naturally stop eating when you're full. There's no more efforting. It's not about motivation. It's not about willpower. It's about self-trust and listening to that intuition, getting that guidance from your intuition and then listening to it, following through with it when it tells you, hey, like, you overdid it on the weekend. You don't need more cookies today. Or maybe it says like, hey, you know what? You've had too much chili. Like you can have it again tomorrow. Like just you don't need any more, right? It's it's that self-trust that is going to come through time. All right. Well, that is all for this episode. I hope you found so much value in it and have so much hope that you can stop when you're full. You can break free from overeating and binge eating and have full trust within yourself around food. So if you are interested in getting some support with this, maybe you know that you you need to improve your relationship with food. Maybe you know that you feel out of control with food. You know that everything that I mentioned in this podcast is super relatable to you. You're definitely not alone and there is help available to you. So I wanted to remind you that my 21-day Food Freedom Challenge is officially starting on Monday, November 22nd. This is 21 days where I'm going to teach you the fundamental tools to be able to enjoy all of your favorite foods without feeling guilty, how to regain control around food, how to begin the process of coping with your emotions without turning to food, how to stop thinking about food all day long. 
and how to go into the holidays so you can make peace with food and actually enjoy the food, no longer feel anxious around social events and have this fear that you're just gonna binge and then feel like crap afterwards, feel so bloated after the holidays. This holiday season is gonna be different for you. You're gonna be able to enjoy all of your favorite foods with full control, with full self-trust and actually feeling good the next day, not feeling guilty. You're feeling good the next day. I so badly want that for you. And if you want that for yourself as well too, you can go ahead, click the link in the show notes, read all about the 21 day challenge. You can join ASAP or you can always go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash 21 day challenge. There's two different payment options available for you. If you do pay in full, you do get a bonus. You get a customized movement plan from myself. So that would be really, really awesome to just create a journey, a health journey fueled by self-love and be able to just feel confident in your own skin and get some healthy movement in. So again, sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash 21 day challenge. I am so, so, so excited to support you through the holidays and I'm so excited to support you on your food freedom journey. So I will catch you in there and I'll see you in the next episode.